Welcome to the Homer and the Hater podcast. I am your host, as always, the Hater. Joining me, as always, the Homer, Woody, long hiatus. What's up, man? Yeah, I mean, you could argue it was like a writer's strike kind of thing to the end of uh, season two there, but we're back for, I think we'll call it season three. Sure, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah, season one was, yeah, the very clear delineation between season one and season two. <laughs> Relatively this time of the year, Super Bowl happened. I think we started it back up with the reboot. Right after Foles caught that that touchdown pass in the Super Bowl, so yeah, we're pretty much on, and our, on pace. Our hardcore fans are are super pissed because season one is just gone. I feel like it's it's just lost to the ether. Yeah. So uh, can't you can't go back? Can't get those listens. Um, we did predict we we predicted every single draft pick that year. So it seems seems tragic that we can't pull that back up. Uh, speaking of draft, we're going to get into the draft. Um, but uh, we haven't we haven't got together to pod for like a, a month. What have you been uh, What have you been doing? Yeah, it was a uh, it was pretty pretty thrilling time. I got pneumonia. Oof. Yeah, I had a weird flu. It was it didn't last that long. Yeah, everyone everyone got sick. I think over the last four weeks that I've talked to. It is that time of year. This is true. Um, and I guess for the second consecutive year, I was reading that the flu shot does not cover the uh, most like dominant or like most common occurring flu strain this year again so very irritating that was helpful thanks guys it's kind of like how you get car insurance and then anytime you get in a car wreck or something happens with your car you're like oh i don't want this to go on my insurance so (sighs) guess i just got to pay out of pocket and then it's like why do i have this it doesn't make sense i have to have it oh insurance policies what a scam all right so had that um other than that though that's pretty i mean Pneumonia kind of just takes up all your time. So on the uh, on the insurance policy uh, yeah. top, we were just talking about TVs and computers. Sure, uh, you are former Best Buy employee for three months. Yes, you are an avid consumer of electronics. I would agree. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say avid, but a consumer of uh, uh, big purchases. Yeah, um, yeah. that that range uh, quite broadly. What um, what do you go into the, uh, what do they call them? The warranties? What yeah. warranties are you interested in hearing about? And what warranties are you like, no? Um, if it's a big purchase, something that like I'm worried about, and it's, it's mass produced. So we're talking like TVs, uh, like computers to some extent, uh, like speakers, things that like, Okay, they've made a bunch of these. It's not like one-off type of stuff. Then it's like, okay, you might get a lemon. So then I, I kind of want that protection. Other than that, though, I, I usually say I usually pass. Okay, okay. So you, so you do have TV warranties? I do. Uh, mostly because like the other stuff, I feel like how it's going to break is not going to be covered by the warranty. Like someone's going to like throw a football at it or like drop it or like stomp on it. And that's... That's not covered. Unfortunately. These uh, these phone warranties, mm-hmm. I'm so confused by. <laughs> you, it, yeah, it's tough. It's it's like the basically the only thing that's gonna happen to your phone is you're gonna drop it or you're gonna get water on it. Yep. And uh, water is one thing, I guess, but like the copay, like the amount you have to pay to like have them fix your screen is basically the price to get your screen fixed. So that doesn't make any sense to me. It, well, it's tricky, right? Because it's like, well, how much does a screen fix? Have you had a like screen one, fix? Like one fifty. Okay, and you're paying probably about ten bucks a month. Yeah, and usually you have a phone for about two years, right? Yeah. So as long as you only break your screen once, maybe twice, you could justify it. Then it's not worth the insurance, right? That that makes sense. That's a lot of dropping your. I I don't even have a case on my phone. I, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Drop my phone like I hand, I, my screen's kind of a mess. I'm getting a new phone soon. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. It, anyway, it makes sense. I'm going, I don't know. I'm going back to the Apple well. Ooh. Really? You, you you don't do Apple. The only thing I did is iPad. That's the only one. Thoughts. Thoughts on iPad or Apple? Hey, or? when when have you been most tempted to get an iPhone? Literally never. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm pretty close. To uh, getting the new Razor when that comes out. What? I did not know there was a new Razor. <laughs> There's a new Razor. Does it flip? It flips. Wow. It's a touchscreen. It's, uh, I think it's it's really expensive and it's really probably not needed, but they're there, actually, speaking of insurance plans, uh, 
they just will just give you a new one because oh. they're like it's the first one in 15 years um the screen folds uh we have no idea if it's gonna hold up so if it doesn't here's another one they have all of the they just released that one like phone that bends yeah they, and they yeah. sent it out to like all like the tech bloggers and stuff and like every single one of them their screen broke in the first day <laughs> they're like this is a brand new phone i literally haven't done anything with it and my entire screen's black let's power it on Ooh, uh oh you're not supposed to open it yikes Work, uh, works best if you keep it close you just keep it off powered off in a display case or with a camera that can do like those you know those like 360 things where I, th- I feel like the item moves where it spins really fast once and then it slows down yeah and like the front of it and then right when it's past the front, it speeds up again. I feel like that's like the best purpose or like use of like a folding phone at this point. Hmm. Yeah. Like panoramic views. Yeah. Really cool. Like, I think there are vines. I think those are the videos the kids made back in the day. I'm, my uh, wife and uh, podcast co-conspirator, we're, we're big on TikTok. Really? Do you have TikTok accounts? Uh, for the purposes of following. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You every, anytime I tell people we're big on TikTok, the first assumption is like we're we're like content creators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None which would be kind of cool. It would be. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's probably pretty easy. Yeah, it's what max fifteen seconds. I don't know how they like. It's a lot of these people like cut stuff together, and I have no idea how to do that on a phone. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I okay. I know how to make. I know how to use like that video app I get mm-hmm. for free. Um. Which was is literally just like putting clips together. So maybe that's just what they do, and it's just like very small chunks, very rigid. Do you think it's they take a bunch of videos, load it into like iMovie or like the professional level equivalent, and then reload it into TikTok, or is it all? Is there a camera like sourced through TikToks? App? I I think it's a little of column A and a little of column B. Okay. There are definitely people on there that are like doing semi professional edits, and mm-hmm. then there. Are, are definitely people who are either really bad at those or it's some way that they're like manipulating their camera. Who is your favorite TikTok? I don't know, account person, personality. Um, this is t- his name is his real first name is like Brian something. Okay. And he is God, what's his TikTok name? Um, he's basically, I want to say he's like a 17 year old and he like never wears a shirt and all his TikToks are like, bizarre like fever dreams and um god what is it brick brick norman or something i don't know i it's not b p keg i don't think so okay i don't think it's him either. i'll have to i'll have to find this guy and uh the the one thing i you asked if we have tiktok accounts and mm-hmm. i do not but we my wife and i basically have like a joint sure tiktok account that on you can her both phone. View. okay yeah, okay yeah. So all of our TikTok is uh, currently 10 miles away. What are you, like, what makes a good TikTok video, in your opinion? Um, anything that's, like, relatively short and to the point. My, my pet peeve on TikTok is uh, people have these videos, and so it's, it's unlike Vine, mm-hmm. where there's, like, no six-second cap to it. So you can make, like, longer videos. And the worst is, like, the wit wait for the end uh, and then the end is just like a continuation of what i've been watching yeah. it beyond frustrating i i fall for those all the time on uh so my facebook feed like algorithm at this point has come down to like about 26 people from high school all that i did not hang out with in high school and then just like those dodo the bird animal videos um <laughs> that's like it that's all i see and then a bunch of ads for whatever I was like looking on my computer or like on the internet within the last 24 hours. But I will get every once in a while though. It's like usually like tied into the Dodo, the bird ads, like, uh, or videos, animal videos of like puppy does this amazing thing. Wait till the end. And then I wait. And those ones suck. Those are like three minutes. And it's like, it fetched a stick and I'm like, unbelievable. Oh, I, unbelievable. I'm not big on the cute animal when it comes to TikTok. Okay. Um, I guess I'm open to like cute animals in general. That's fair. Um, Most are. But, yeah. This, okay. Oh, damn it. I found the kid on YouTube. Interesting. What's the YouTube name? Just just Google TikTok Brick. Brick. Yeah. His, I, 
I'm pretty. We're pretty sure this this guy's like persona. Does he always wear a towel? Uh, in the ones that I'm seeing here, he is in a towel. Yes. Why was I named Feather? Have you watched that one before? So and then he uploads them onto YouTube. That that's interesting. This it's this guy. Whoever looks yeah, like that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. And he's just uh. He he's kind of insane. Um, this, but yeah, he's definitely my favorite. This kid's probably like a millionaire. He's he's probably <laughs> doing all right. And he has a bro, a, a brother too, an older brother, I think. And he's a, a very large gentleman. And uh, he's often shirtless. And several of the the things they like um, kiss on the lips. Um, he does a lot of like toilet posts. Um, yeah. Just uh, I'll have to check this out. I've never, I've never until until this pod right here for the last five minutes been interested enough in TikTok to check it out. But this 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 might do it. Um, there are there are a lot better like video like if I had to show you like my favorite TikToks in general, mm-hmm. I would definitely sh- show you like ten other ones before I'd show you him. But if you're <laughs> if you're going for like who has the best, real, most reliable account to like get a chuckle okay that's fair it's it's this kid so he's never gonna like be the cream of the crop but if you just need like solid hit after hit yep he's the guy okay just fling through his that's fair um and then uh a subgenre. they have all this like music and different like themes that these tiktoks get broken up into yeah like there's some song out there and people only use it for like um like breakup roasts or something oh, nice. yeah, um, yeah. or there's other songs where it's just for like very specific dances that people do yeah you know um a, a non-music based subgenre that i love that you see quite a bit on tiktok is um clips from uh girls middle school and high school basketball games <laughs> those are just great for a lot of reasons there's one clip of a girl she's inbound in the ball from the baseline mm-hmm um to like go the length of the court oh yeah guarded by nobody does uh two pump fakes before passing it to the guard <laughs> love that video <laughs> and then there's another one where it's like almost halftime girl gets like a wide open shot from three and misses the hoop by like conservatively three to four feet okay and then turns to her bench and does like blows out both <laughs> finger guns and like holsters them. <laughs> Is she aware that she missed? She's very aware. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. That's that's a pretty hilarious video. <laughs> she she's she just like pumped. There's like I think they put like Drake music to the yeah. to the backing of it. It's because you'll have like the Nick Young ones where he throws a three up and then starts celebrating back to the basket while ball is still midair and then it misses and then it takes him like a second or two to realize oh I didn't go in. This, Those are good. But this like was the either, well aware ones. This yeah. was either pre planned by her that she knew this was gonna happen and when it did she was gonna do this or. It was like so bad, embarrassing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and to like make up for it, she did that. Oh, that's good. That's good. I can yeah. try that out. Maybe at the gym one of these days. Very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe throw like the throw like the the too hard three where it goes over the backboard. You know, too much strength. Like I should have shot this from NBA range, not high school range. Yeah. And then maybe do some like three goggles. Yeah, three. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll try to find that video and send it to you. That's that's pretty great. Um. Speaking of three goggles, we have to catch up on a lot of a lot of sports, and we got to bang through a lot of it. Uh, but on the topic of threes, Zion, that was awesome. Did you watch it? I so you know, apparently only needed to watch the fourth quarter. So I was interested. Don't watch a lot of like non-football sports super live. Any you know, one TV? Yeah, a lot of it gets eaten up by. Reality shows. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. MTV. Oh, okay. Catfish. Oh, sure. You know. That's still going. Oh, yeah. Love and Hip Hop, which I'm not. I, I, Julia, big love and hip hop guy? Uh, I, I looped her in initially. Okay. And now I'd say we're, we're on pretty even footing. Okay. It's just, it's not a, a show that I think either of us are, are proud to watch. Um, I don't know if anyone really is, but, you know. But it's one of the shows where you turn it on, it's 60 minutes long, and you're like 40 minutes in Mm -hmm. and you give it a pause because it's like, man, they're going to have to wrap this up quick. And you're like, Oh, there's 20 minutes left. Very juicy. Very entertaining. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I, uh, so I, I did in, in summation, I did get a chance to watch it, but I only watched the first half and then 
went to bed like super disappointed. Yeah. yeah. More so that he didn't even play. You're kind of like, oh man, I don't know, like, he might be a bust? Is that... Uh, I... Or like just more disappointed, like, man, I wish I could have went. I really thought they were going to limit him. Um, again, like the injury history. Mm-hmm. Um, and the their, their coach is pretty conservative. It came out like right before the game, like he's going to get full workload, which I thought was insane. And then it turned out they pretty much played him like... I thought they would, and they yeah. probably should. Yeah, um, he looks slower, like a little, a little more awkward. But it's his first. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I, I watched the whole thing. Uh, the first half was tough because it's like everybody is on game forty, and he's on game one, and a rookie. So like literally game one, and you could just like kind of sell. It's like, oh man, like I can't just find those like two to three players on the other team that are like. Small, like, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, like, probably shouldn't be out here, guys. Like, everyone deserves to be here. And then somewhere in, like, the third quarter, something happened where it's like, oh, I'm, like, better than most of these guys. Like, that clicked again, and then the fourth quarter was awesome. It's, um, I think it's always tough. It's, as in, like, if you're a fan or a coach or an owner or anyone who has, like, a vested interest and you're you're not the player... You kind of want that, like, if it's their first game back, it's like, take it a little easy. Mm-hmm. You know, go out, shoot some jump shots. The guy who, like, does not do this um, is, like, Kevin Durant. It would be like, oh, his knee's 50-50 for this game, and it's like, okay, he's playing. And then he goes, he plays, like, the entire first half and is doing, like, everything he normally does, and you're like, well, dude, if you were really... And then he, like, re-injures his leg. Naturally. As, yeah, has, like, 12 minutes to the, or 12 points to the first nine minutes, like... Hey, we should probably like think about resting here a little bit here. It's like, no, I'm good. I'm gonna play the whole first court. Bam! Like, oh, that's yeah, why you don't this, do that, man. This is like the opposite side of that coin okay. where that's what like I I want to see this guy play a lot more basketball. Yeah. So take it easy on him. Speaking of the Kevin Durant injury, like going back, which is not that far in time, what like eight months to that game where he came it was game five or game six, whatever the one he came back and got hurt. Yeah, I think he was gonna score like sixty that night. I think he was like in like fu mode of like I've heard everyone talk, everyone say I'm not I'm not actually hurt, I'm just milking it. Like, no, like okay, I'm I'm gonna score sixty and like put all this to rest, and then like yeah, I think he had twelve through the first nine minutes. He wasn't missing a thing that night. He was gonna make like ten threes, and then it was Achilles, right? Not yeah. Me. Okay. He and would be, he would be very high on my unstoppable athletes list. If he hadn't got banged up the last two years. Who's the best player in the NBA right now? Him or Giannis? That's I just Giannis progressing like the same rate, so he's still where he's at right now. Is Giannis has Giannis passed what Kevin Durant could have been right now? I don't think so. Just because of the the jump shot ability, either. yeah. Which weirdly, like Giannis, I think is shooting like thirty five percent, but he doesn't shoot the volume. Where Durant's gonna launch like eight of them a game, and he's gonna make probably three, three and a half. Maybe it's making like two out of five. Yeah, maybe it's just like a generational thing, but I've never like, I've watched some Giannis games and I'm just like, I get what he, like he's doing is impressive and the stats he's putting together are impressive. Mm -hmm. I'm never the, I'm never like Zion last year in college was more like the moments were more impressive to Mm -hmm. me than anything Giannis has done. Sure. Um, Or like Kevin Durant in that like Rucker Park game. Where he was just like <laughs> dribbling down to half court and just like draining three pointers. Yeah. Um, I I just think like the ceiling for a guy who's that tall has that long arms, and like is coordinated enough to play guard if you wanted to, mm-hmm. is more freakish than these guys that we see that are like LeBron James esque light. We'll say Giannis is probably. Headed towards LeBron James, like a very full version of LeBron James in terms of like physicality, athleticism. I think he's more on the Shaquille O'Neal pathway. And I, it, those but he's th- going to get his start three years behind when Shaq got his start. Like Giannis is a twenty-eight and twelve guy, and then he's going to get assists just because like that's how basketball works these days. But you look at him; he's like a he's probably up to two fifty-five right now. He, I don't know if he should add more weight on because he kind of do want him to be a little like he's perfect right now. And now it's just like, hey, can you speed up the three point shot? Can you make that a little more consistently? But like his like ability from the top of the three point line 
two steps, finish at the rim. And like no one now, because he's big, no one can like get in front of him. We hopefully, if things keep going and we don't have like a Greg Oden situation, we're we're on track to have like quite a few games where we have Giannis and Zion in the same game. Maybe not guarding each other all the time, Mm -hmm. but like occupying a similar space. Yeah. Those I think those games would be very interesting. Oh man. It it that would be. Because like oh. Zion will go hard at like anybody. Oh man. Who who dunks on who first? Great question. I, I would almost say Giannis because Zion's more likely to challenge Giannis. Contest the yeah. Go for it where Giannis has quite a bit of height on yeah, Zion. He's like six eleven. Zion's only like six seven, six six ish. But but Zion like has guarded people Giannis's size. Yeah, that's not gonna be the issue. It's more gonna be can Zion get used to hey Giannis is one of those guys who's getting every call. So you can't like do anything. But I'm I'm gonna go over random tangent for a second because yeah. this is this is something I've if you're drafting a basketball team and you have any player in history as if, from the jump. Mm-hmm. I, I think I take Shaq. Just from a pure, I can find people later that can do things like similar to Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather have Shaq and like Steve Francis <laughs> than like what would the Steve Francis equivalent be to a like a big man? Like, like uh, who's the Turkish guy? Enos Cantor. <laughs> Enos Cantor and Jordan. It's just like the the attention that Shaq commands and the things that he can do that are are quite literally like unstoppable if he wants. Mm-hmm. I, he's my first pick. I think I agree with you, actually. Especially now as we get farther along. I think if we had this conversation 15 years ago, it's different because now like everyone can shoot threes mm-hmm. and everyone's athletic. I think back in the day, you still had guys that were like, think of like some of the, the best players at the time. Players, not necessarily like talents, you're like all-time greats. You think of like some of those Piston teams, right? Rip Hamilton, couldn't shoot threes. Tayshawn Prince, really couldn't shoot threes. But like, they're just long. They weren't super athletic. But like, those are guys like everyone's like, oh, I'm taking them in like second, third round. Now those guys are maybe like filling out your bench. And you're just going to take like a guy like, you know what I'm going to take? I'm going to take Alec Burks. Because he can shoot threes and he can play defense probably just as good as those guys. And yeah, give me some Bradley Beal. Yeah, exactly. It's like, give me Shaq, Beal, um, uh, Seth Curry, and like Steve Nash, and then just like Draymond Green. And I'll just figure it out. Like maybe Dennis Rodman if I want, if I don't, if I get passed for Green. But like, instead of having to like take like an all world guard, I think this is always why you look at, in just drafts in general, big men always go before. You know, DeAndre Ayton goes before Luka Doncic and Trey Young. And yet, it doesn't really make sense. But if he does become like a 7-foot, 285-pound guy, that's unstoppable. Like, there's really nothing you can do about it. And you can go find those other guys somewhere else. We haven't haven't seen like this wave of where I I thought basketball is headed. Kind of similar to um, like the running quarterback. Mm -hmm. Where if you... Now we're seeing it like a little more with with Lamar Jackson uh, and a few more guys, um, but that seems to be a dynamic. Like if you have a running quarterback who can consistently throw and run, it's n- near impossible to defend. Yeah, and same goes for guys that can just like shoot the lights out of the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen more. Like JJ Redick is still one of the most like reliable three point shooters yeah. in the league. We haven't had like this post Curry wave of kids who like all they do is shoot. We're getting close, but so what's happening is they're getting taller. So while like the, and also too, I think we shouldn't discredit like Curry, Clay Thompson, um, like all world three point shooters. Uh, I mean, who else? Like maybe it could be, you can even go back to like Ray Allen type stuff where it's like, those guys are like, we're special. Like, that's not the norm. Now, people are going to try to imitate it and like naturally bring like the floor up a little bit. But what's hap- what we're seeing more is we're seeing Kevin Durant types that should be playing like more like a Kevin Garnett or a Marcus Aldridge or a Tim Duncan. Now, for whatever reason, they're just like 
constantly staying out at the three-point line and saying, you know what, I'm a 6'11 small forward. And it's like 15 years ago, you would have been like the number one overall pick. You would have been like a Tyson Chandler type. But now Tyson Chandler probably doesn't make the league out of high school. And some some great players who are, are really great, like Harden, at mm-hmm. creating his own shot. What I'm more surprised about is how does every team not have like one guy who just stands at the three-point line and has has like no dribble drive ability, but just a guy that people ignore and then they find open? I think people are just playing four on four now. Like I think that's kind of what's what's happened is like everyone has that one guy. And you hope he's like also good at other things. But if not, like Houston tries to do it with uh Grant he plays defense too, but that uh I always blank on his name. Um Tucker. Uh PJ Tucker, who literally just sits in the corner yeah. and just waits to like catch a three and shoot it like a like a really good like high school girls basketball player like set shot. Like it's off to the side of his head and it's like over his shoulder and it's like everything's like perfect like technically but just looks kind of stupid the whenever tucker gets going it's like oh it's gonna be a good night for the rockets <laughs> scoring 145 oh jesus start hammering that over um uh yeah so that's like that's our mini basketball wrap i suppose i we don't it's weird we don't have like just a team that's guaranteed to win this year it, I, I was thinking about that today we nba NCAA is even oh. more wide open than the NBA. I've gotten crushed on NCAA in the last like four weeks. I'm, yeah. Who do you think is going to win the title? Uh, Gonzaga. But but okay, name one player on Gonzaga. That's my issue right now. Last year you could name a couple. You know you had the Rui Hachimura, and before that with like Nigel Williams Goss and. That Kyle Wilcher guy, the Kentucky transfer. They've always had a guy. And next year, the kid from Minnehaha Academy down the road who's going there is that guy. But that's not this year. And so it's like, I, it's just a bunch of dudes. Like, Did you see ESPN just came out with their top 25 current college basketball players? Mm-mm. Oh, uh, I saw current top high school, regardless of class. This was top 25 okay. current college. Um, number one was Obi um, from Dayton. Uh Guess how high Aturo Toppin, was. Yeah. He, he, he's like sneaking into the lottery, man. Guess how high he was. I'm going to go nine. Four. No. What? Yeah. He was behind Obi, uh, one of the Duke kids, and who was two? Let me pull it up real quick. I don't believe he's four. You know, I, I was shocked. Top 25. You find it? I'm looking for it. I'm totally blanking on two. Maybe it was a Kansas kid. How, far, how high up was uh, Trey Jones? Trey Jones was like 16. Okay, that's that's fine. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was like uh, Cassius Winston was um, like I hate 11. Cassius, or Cassius Winston. I can't stand him. They're they're my they're my pick currently to win. I'm only seeing. Oh, here we go. Two months into the 1920 season. I'm saying. I am uh, shocked you can't properly navigate the ESPN website when you're looking for something specific. <laughs> oh, and I'm not logged in. I am logged in. I stay logged in. I, unbelievable. Okay. So Toppin's one. Yep. As I get through this dumb login thing. Having uh, a great year. I've, I've seen a couple of his games real early when they were playing in like the Maui Gym Invitational or something. Yeah, like my, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Uh, Kid seems to have a lot of talent. I haven't followed many Dayton games since, but I I totally believe he's Ooh. still one. My guy Miles Powell. Who? Oh yeah, yeah. So their second best player, who has a crazy like European name, um, he is hurt right now, and he's coming back like two weeks before the tournament starts. Um, they might be my sleeper this year. Actually, crazy Europeans coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paulo is out for like five games with a, like a pretty bad concussion, but now he's back. He's like a like a ball handling Jerry McNamara. Remember him from Syracuse? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Carmelo kind of carried team. that team. But yeah, but McNamara hit like six threes in the title game. Oh yeah, yeah. Just from the corner, him and Hakeem Warwick were great. He's how how is he not in the league? <laughs> he's a head coach at some random school in the Northeast right now. It's it's crazy. Uh, Vernon Carey from Duke is three. And then Daniel Oturu, 
Minnesota Golden Golfers. Number the the fourth best player in the country. <sighs> like, don't get me wrong, I've watched probably six he, or seven golfer games. He's a lot better than like last year. And he's definitely probably because the Big Ten's down, uh, first team all Big Tenner. I mean, he's not I, the fourth best fucking player in the country. I, I, yeah, I did look at it, and and he is averaging twenty and ten, and I can't think of, I can't imagine many other college basketball players playing in like a Power Five conference that are averaging twenty and ten. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So in, inside information story on him. Ooh. Had a had a buddy who taught uh, at at the University of Minnesota. Had Daniel O'Toole in his class uh, this fall semester and now it looks like Alturi was smarter than the teacher but at the time probably about like October before the season started they did just like a general exercise of like what do you want to do after after school and Alturi was just playing the NBA and I was like oh okay that's cool like what if that doesn't work oh it's going to work don't worry about it it's like okay but like plenty of guys get hurt like you still got two more years of school left he's like oh no I'm leaving this, this year and I'm going first round, so don't worry about that. And at the time, like, there's no fucking chance you're going second round. Like, what are you talking about? And now he's probably lottery. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he knew. We should we should have trusted him. First Minnesota lottery pick since Chris Humphreys. Yeah, I think so. Before that, ooh, uh, Rick Rickard, <laughs> and then maybe uh, who's that guy in the '97 team? Uh, I don't know. I forget his name. He's a pretty common name, but Quincy Lewis. That was him. Yeah, we don't. We don't have a great track record with uh, Gopher basketball players. No, first yeah, round. It was um, was uh, uh, who's my favorite uh, Michigan State player of all time? Mateen Cleaves. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. he from here? No, he was oh, from okay. Michigan. Oh, okay. I thought he was from here. Uh, other story about Oturu. Supposed to be a Stillwater pony. Wow. And we missed out? Uh, he hated the coach. Like, he knew in, like, 7th, 8th grade that he was pretty special. And the coach is, like, an idiot. So he went to Creighton. Damn. Yeah. He was in this program until, like, 7th, 8th grade. Well, apparently people keep doubting this kid. <laughs> and he just keeps proving people wrong. He's just be buying stock. Right <laughs> he, he's, he's got, like, a Trump quality to him where he just keeps doubling down on himself. And, and it just keeps working. And you're like, like, okay. I Everyone still doesn't believe him. But it's like... We'll see. Drafts in June. Yeah, that NCAA is a. I yeah. I don't know. And, and you want to say the blue bloods? I mean, Kansas yeah. just kicked off their second. The best crazy player. thing is, you could get you can get such value on any blue like pick a blue blood, and you can get incredible value. Like you can get Kentucky at like sixteen to one. You can get Michigan State at like twelve to one. You can get Duke. I'm sure at ten to one. I think if I had to go with Michigan State and Duke are up there. I just, for me, it's like Izzo has the senior. He has the young guys. He, he just needs to like figure it out. Mm-hmm. And my, my like confidence in that formula working this year in a wide open field is probably like the highest among. Oh, I like, yeah. Kentucky has a lot of young kids. If they start. It's, it's one of those things of, we, we never know. Cause no one watches SEC basketball. Um, so whenever like Cal Party like in March is like we figured it out we had some stuff we had to clean up from November that we 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 did we got you know refocused on the defensive end we're ready to make a march run he says that every year so it's like I don't know man you had John Wall Demarcus Cousins and Eric Bledsoe and Patrick Patterson and couldn't get to the Final Four so like I don't know man so but, the SEC is always entertaining to me just because it's like in uh, in the Big Ten I can tell you who. Uh, Four of the top five teams are going to be each year. In the SEC, once you get past like Kentucky and Florida, it's like Alabama's good this year. Tennessee. Georgia's good. Auburn made the Final Four. Arkansas. (laughs) Watch out for Arkansas. And it's like, I didn't even know they had like a basketball team. All right. So you you can't currently get a college team with worse odds than 10 to 1. That's what I'm saying. At this point, you're, you're not in a bad spot if you just like pick one. And and roll with it because one like two or three of these teams are gonna get hot and be like n- no brainer one two seeds yeah because like San Diego State's not finishing as a one seed I think they're going to you think they're gonna, they're gonna be, well they're gonna be undefeated that that conference is straight 
butt cheeks, man. <laughs> that thing is terrible. They're like they're trying to hype this game up. It says watching the end of the Wyoming game, who is the worst team in the conference. And which shocks <laughs> me they can't get who had decent five, basketball <laughs> players in Wyoming. And then uh the the only issue is like the spread was so high, and I knew I should have taken it, but I, I did anyways. It was like 23, and they only won by like 15. Why does Wyoming have a basketball team? I, Title IX? Well, yeah, maybe. Isn't it usually like that? <laughs> it's athletes in college, too, so it just cancels it out. So it's like, yeah, whatever. Um, um, this, yeah, but they they don't ha- they were trying to hype up this UNLV game, and then I go and look at UNLV, and they're like 12 and 8, and I'm like, what the f- No, they're not good either. I'm... I'm bummed. I'm not. I'm not on my uh, not on my betting game because you know, you know me like San Diego State. It's a team. A team that I love to follow. 20, 20 to one right now. They're going to be undefeated. Maybe they slip up and lose a game, but the team is really solid. And I, I think I think Dayton's better than I like. I like Dayton to win better than them. And Dayton's Dayton is not. also twenty one. So you can get the Ken Palm's like fifth best team in the country. At twenty to one, yeah, it's it's like it's crazy, yeah. Be, because there's there are like no usually at this point teams are like four to one. Oh yeah, I like think Duke, Michigan State this time last year yeah. probably would have been four to one. Yeah, who ended up winning the title last year? Oh, good question. That was Virginia, right? Yeah, Virginia, Duke, Michigan State all of last year were yeah like they would switch. One would be it'd be like four to one, three to one, two to one. It just depends on like what week of the and then if you wanted victory. like. The the thing with that is like if you wanted a team that was beyond that, it didn't. It's like it doesn't matter when you decide because you can wait yeah. till tournament time and you're still going to get the same odds on teams like that. Oh, for sure. But not like some of these teams are going to get hot and they're going to be higher seeds and they're going to be like these odds are going to change. And for half these teams, they're going to get a lot smaller. Yeah. But right now, it clearly, Vegas is like I'm fucking final. <laughs> the uh. Kind of final note on college basketball here. The fourth best player in the country and his team, not even listed. Oof. You can get William and Mary, though, for 1,000 to 1, but cannot get the Gophers. They are, whoever ends up, like, moving through the tournament, someone is going to be, like, in a very dicey situation. Because these teams, I guarantee these teams are taking action. So, like, your like Michigan cur- State yeah. fans are sitting somewhere like, we haven't been 16 to 1 since. Oh, yeah. It, it's nuts. So, like, here's, here's what's going to be kind of tricky, right? Your one seeds, if I just go based off betting odds, which things could change anyways, like, you could get your sweet 16 of your bracket, like, very real. It could be, like, Duke, Michigan State, Dayton, Kentucky. Yeah. Like, even if you're Duke, you're sitting there, if you're the one seed, or Michigan State, the one seed, you're like, we got to beat, like, a Kentucky or a Dayton, which, who knows? And then we got to go play like a, a Duke or Michigan State, and like Louisville, Gonzaga, Kansas, or like all these things, Oregon, like all the, uh, these teams are just gonna be like, it's gonna be so top heavy that I don't think I want to put all ones in straight chalk, but like to the Sweet Sixteen, I feel like maybe a couple five sneak in, but I don't see a ton of like, which is like low teams, just because it's like there's so many teams that are even, and all of them are gonna be thinking the same thing of like. We got a shot. You could, you could right now. You could take the top. You could take um, Michigan State, Ohio State, Rutgers, and Purdue. I don't know who are the top four Big Ten teams. Uh, just listed on here: Michigan State, Ohio State, uh, Maryland, Maryland, not and Rutgers, Michigan. Purdue's up there though. Penn State's up there. You you could take the top four Big Ten teams and take them all to win the championship. And if a Big Ten team wins. Your what? Your lowest odds are sixteen to one. Yeah, that's not bad. Sixteen to one in general is just not bad for you. Get like a full conference that's very deep and like pretty talented in a year that's all like jumbled around. Yeah. Oh man, I tell you, it's be a good March. Um, football. Quick recap before we get into draft talk. We're we're just gonna do a few quick hits on on the draft. Yeah. Um. NCAA wrapped up. I don't know if I have a ton of parting thoughts on it, the NCAA. Uh, most dominant player in college football on the most dominant team. Like, I would say that that doesn't all, like that doesn't seem to happen as much as it should. Like this one felt weirdly 
Like I had some doubts because of previous performances. I think they're like 05, 06, USC. You think to like some of those Oregon teams, some of those Alabama teams that would go on and lose. This this felt a lot to me like Cam Newton. Yeah, exactly. Comes out of nowhere. By midseason, it's like, okay, he's the Heisman winner. Now can they get over a few hurdles? Oh, yeah, yeah this guy's significantly better than anyone else he's playing. Uh, biggest regret of 2019 for me, though, is not remembering to bet the... I had Joe Burrow, to be fair, also had Jalen Hurts as my two like Heisman uh, uh, winners in my cart. And I just forgot to... Uh, Bet them. They sat there for like four days. Two finalists. Yeah, one two actually. Yikes! Oh, that nice little exact box. Not even box. I'll take the box, but exactly. Why don't they have that? Oh, no kidding. Uh, that'd should, be wild. Should just come out with that. I like it. Ooh, just exactos. Cannot box it though. You have to tell me who finishes one two. Okay, so red red circle around that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um. I have a few player thoughts in in terms of like teams and looking forward to next year. Uh, I think I think Florida State's going to start to get better. Really, I I I just think it's impossible for them to not. Um, yeah, if they have a somewhat decent coach, they they've played so they've played so bad. <laughs> um, at some point, Georgia has to. Seriously compete for a national title? Losing your quarterback doesn't help. No. Fromm should come back, and that would have felt great about Georgia this year. But I just feel like you can't keep having these recruiting classes and like not like be in serious contention to win it all. So I'm a, I'm a little like – if I'm a Georgia fan, I'm like, shit, we are just missing this thing by like a hair. I mean, they were in the title game, what, two years ago? If if their offense works, like, slightly better this year, mm-hmm. I think they're a really dominant team. Their offense was confusing. Yeah, I, I suppose. They got their quarterback back. They apparently had this freak receiver the entire year. Yeah, that freshman. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know where he was. It's like, I'm just buried on the depth chart for some reason. It's like, why, why did we do that? How many? Did he have, like, 18 receptions in his bowl game? What was it? Not 18. I think it was like 11, though. Okay. It was, it was something kind of... Well, I think the, he had the, like 12 in the first half. The other receiver was hurt. So then it was like, we only can throw to him. And then they were playing... Were they playing Baylor? Yeah. And Baylor is like... <sighs> that was what frustrated me the most about this season, of how much like people thought, like because Baylor hung in it with Oklahoma twice, that like, oh, Baylor, like really good team. And I'm like, haven't we been dogging the Big 12 all year? And everyone thought Texas was good, and then they finished like eight and five. I just because you go beat up like Kansas State, West Virginia, and Oklahoma State doesn't mean like you're good. And just because like we for whatever reason put Oklahoma in the playoff every year also doesn't mean you're good. I don't know. The eye test with me with Baylor n- never passed the eye test. Who's the college football team this year who had their quarterback got injured and they just played a receiver at quarterback oh. all year? Wasn't was that Baylor? For, he got like hurt no, in the game. That was a third string game. That's what made me think of it because okay. they their first string quarterback got hurt and their second string quarterback looked like he had never played football before. They put in their third string and he could actually do some things, but man, their second string was bad. Yeah, I, I God, it, it wasn't Florida. Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida Florida had the situation I loved where their starter goes out and it's like, oh, I'm on I'm on the Gators all year long because <laughs> their starting quarterback was horrible. Three-year starter, like never could figure it out. Had like one memorable Hail Mary as a freshman. Gets hurt for like pretty much the season. And in comes a guy who's been a backup. Do you know he didn't start a game in high school? The, the, the white kid? Yeah. yeah. So he's like a redshirt junior or like a third or fourth year guy at Florida. Was just going to be a scholarship backup his whole career. And then comes in and leads him to like an 11-2 season. Florida's one of those schools where it, Florida's defense every every single year is top 10. Yeah. Because they have so much talent. They have so many skill position players. And then they decide to roll... What's his name? Del... Uh, God, why am I blanking on his name? They're the, the starter who got hurt. Oh, Felipe Franks? Yeah, Felipe Franks. 
they rolled this guy out who may like might be the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Well, you saw the whole like weird thing with like the uh the head coach's like wife like kisses all the players as they board the team bus thing. I did not, but okay, yeah. I will look that and up. Then, and then the there's podcast. a video of it. People thought it was on the lips for a while. And I was like, that is kind of weird. And this is on the cheek. It's like, I don't know, it's a southern thing. Who cares? But, but like, she loves Fooled by Franks. So I wonder if like, that got in the ear of, like, actual head coach. And it was like, you got to start flipping. He's such a good guy. <laughs> and he's like, he can't throw the football. I don't. <laughs> he can't throw. And he, he really can't run that well. And he's For a non thrower. Remember Chris Leak? How we always thought Chris Leak could run? And then once Tim Tebow got there, like, actually, Chris Leak can't run. That guy can run, though. Like, that's kind of how it felt with, with Franks, where it's like they just didn't have another mobile quarterback on the team, and he had one scramble for 20 yards one time. That is, now that we're on the topic um, of quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Gophers had a, a really great run, obviously, this year. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing their win total, total will be substantially lower. Well, saying that... End of the year Heisman odds were uh, Tanner Morgan ten to one. That's that's my question. If, they might be at like ten and a half next year. If he Let's find out if he develops mm-hmm. past where he is now, which you assume he will. What is the likelihood that the Gophers next year are again like serious Big Ten title contenders? I think they have the same odds as this year. It's going to come down to one game. They're not going to be perfect. Like, if you get to the Big Ten title game, you're going to be 11-1 or 10-2. But you assume Nebraska's not kind of coming up, but you're still better than them. Wisconsin. I'm, Nebraska's in my in my Georgia boat, but, <laughs> but vastly like a, different. Like a weird, like, two tiers lower kind of thing. Yeah, like, really similar recruiting classes, but just, like, nothing on the field. Uh, I'm trying to think. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, whoever told me that was an idiot. He's not ten to one. He's seventy to one. Tanner Morgan's seventy one, which is adequate where he should be. Um, Iowa is going to be down because they could be putting a new quarterback in, and they won't have Epineza, who I thought during the at least during the Gopher game looked to be like the greatest D end of all time. I'll pencil Iowa for being down slightly, but Iowa is is so consistent. I think if you go if you're the Gophers and you go on the road to Iowa and only lose by a one possession game. And then a team gets slightly worse, and you're probably getting slightly better. That I'll give you the edge when you get a playman at home the next year. That's the only kind of like justification I have for it. Um, but it's not like going to be like a 48 10 to blowout. I think it'll be like a grinded out game. I'm a little worried that Flex, Flex doing pretty good with recruiting, but it seems like every big recruit that like buoys a recruiting class is always a wide receiver. Like it yeah. seems you can really relate to wide receivers. It was a wide receiver. It makes total sense. Yeah. But I. Uh, can sit kids down and say I turned Corey Davis into nothing or from nothing to mm-hmm. a top five pick. Um lot lot to be made for him in his case and his ability to recruit receivers. But mm-hmm. ultimately you need like linebackers and stuff and guards. Um so that's my that's my biggest concern with the Gophers. <sighs> Is we're gonna replace Johnson, Bateman, you know, like as those guys mm-hmm. leave. Bateman's staying. He's staying. I'm saying, like, when he leaves, oh, like, yeah, I think we'll yeah. always have a decent stock of, like, really talented receivers. Mm-hmm. My, my concern is the other parts of the field. That's fair. Uh, quick peek at the schedule for next year for the Gophers. Uh, the non-conference is a complete joke again. Florida Atlantic at home. Tennessee Tech at home, who I believe is a D1AA team. Florida Atlantic ran a... Uh... Link Kiffin's gone now. I don't know. And then they got Willie Taggart to replace him. So did they play? Yeah, yeah they did. They played in a well big bowl game for smaller schools. They they won the. They played another small school and like wrecked them. Yeah, as underdogs. Wasn't it another like, a school out of the American or something though? Oh, man, it was a school that was so similar to them, but they were like for some reason like eight point underdogs. Um, I might also be thinking of FIU. FAU crushes SMU. Yeah. Yeah. S- and S- SMU is like a lot of people's hot team. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Go on. Um, Iowa at home. BYU at home. Uh, uh, I don't like I hate that. But we get eight days to prepare. It's homecoming too. Uh, so, I don't know why, why any <laughs> I don't know why you play homecoming against a team where like you've never really played them so you have no idea how to play them. Um, 
their quarterback situation BYU is not excellent though. Uh, at Maryland's our first road game. Then we go to at Wisconsin. We get Michigan at home, who will be starting McCaffrey at that point finally. At Illinois, at Michigan State, who loses their four-year starter. Illinois should be worse. Purdue at home, Northwestern at home, and then at Nebraska. A lot of not fun games in the Big Ten no, season. No, Like, Purdue is never fun. They get their kid back, right? He's staying. I think so. He's he was a no, younger he's guy. A, he's right? a sophomore. Yeah. I love that kid. Yeah. Um, Northwestern would be bad. Um... Yeah, let's. I don't know. We're, we're talking players. Let's yeah. let's get into what are you uh, what are you most excited for when it comes to the NFL draft? We are three months away still, and and April four months away. I think we're three months, pretty much like exactly. Okay. Um, we're currently in like Senior Bowl season. Yep, Senior Bowl's tomorrow or two days from now. The, I think this is going to be when we look back on it. Including quarterbacks, which is like always the most exciting part. But even non-quarterbacks, it's going to be the most talented draft in the last 15 years. Like five years from now, most of like the top players, like top young, like elite players, are going to be from the 2020 draft. I th- I think Burrow is going to headline the draft. With, you know, we did, we we just spent a lot of time talking about yeah. why he deserves to be in that position. Um, but yeah, I think. When we walk away, there's going to be... Oh, just, just a guy roaming oh, through. Got yeah. a guy. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver I'm super excited oh, about. Man. If If a team doesn't... If the Packers don't draft a wide receiver, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. You don't want to run it back with Kumaro? I'm looking like 15 guys deep, and I'm still like pretty pumped if I get one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Running back? Uh, like Edwards Alaire is like the eighth best... Running back in this class, which kind of like on the uh, Oturu kind of like, kind of like path there. Like, why are we doubting him? Like, we just watched him absolutely tear up like three or four really good teams in Alabama, Georgia. Uh, well, Oklahoma's not that good, and he was hurt, but he still kind of had an effect on it. Got that one guy kicked out, and then the title game um, versus Clemson, where it's like this dude looks unstoppable. Why do we care that he's five seven? Um, prediction at some point, like fourth, fifth, sixth round, the Patriots are going to draft AJ Dillon. And at some point in his career, he's going to have like a 1200 yard season. <laughs> Finally get a power back. Well, I don't know. Cause he's going to battle it out with that, with Rex Burkhead. I, I think Rex is gone. gone. It's all of a sudden it's like people, people have forgotten who AJ Dillon oh, is. God. It, it's, it, it is kind of nuts. And he is the perfect like Patriots like power back. We can just throw that like uh, linebacker in at fullback and six one two forty five coming down you. Dylan to me is the ultimate. If I had an NFL team, he is the ultimate um, non star. But like, if there's six yards to get, he'll get that. Yeah, yeah, that's he's, fair. He's not gonna like be Christian McCaffrey, cut the ball up and you know all over the field. Mm-hmm. But if, to me, he's the reason why you don't pay Derrick Henry. Because I can get A.J. Dillon for a, a penny compared yeah. to Derrick Henry, and I can get, on most plays, like 90 to 95% of the yards. Bold prediction. The Patriots trade Sony Michelle for like a fifth-round pick and then take Dillon in like the second round. Ooh. Just being like, whatever. We'll, we'll go get a, a value guy or trade two-fifths up. I think when you look at, like, it, with each passing day, it's less likely Brady returns. Is what it kind of feels like. I, I know none of these days really matter. So, like, the less likeliness might be, like, 0.01%. And then we get to, like, March, and it's like, okay, now it's kind of accelerating. But I think Belichick understands he's probably got three to five years coaching left. So he doesn't really want to draft some of these guys that might be, like, decent starters when they're, like, 29. He's like, you know what? If we need to move up for some draft picks, who cares? Whatever, we'll do it. Like we're we're close. I'd rather be competing every single year rather than like developing. I think we can go find fifth and sixth and seventh round guys and develop them. But, I, like let's I, move up. I agree. Like if if the Patriots, the Patriots are gonna have a big name quarterback week one. Ooh. In my opinion, whether so not Jared Stidham, not Jared Stidham. I think that's gonna be. 
I think it's going to be a, a somewhat big name free agent. Phil Rivers? Dak? Who's what I was thinking? Do you think Breeze? That they, they... Breeze. Oh, man. There's, there's a lot of guys out there this year. And I think they either... What I would do personally, if I knew I had like... I'm going to say like five to ten more years of Belichick. Mm-hmm. I grab everything I got <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Cincinnati... Like, what do you want? You you can have anything that's, like, not pinned down to our facility for, for Burrow. And and then I'm just playing that out yeah. as long as I can with those two. I, I threw that around, that idea around the other day uh, for the Vikings. I was like, offer him five firsts. Like, just from the gates, don't don't screw around. Don't try to, like, BQ, like, we'll give you this year's, next year's, a couple thirds, really knowing that you're going to go to, like, two or three or three or four firsts. Just, like, you can have a first-round pick for the next five years. The Timberwolves seem to be all right, and they got theirs taken away. At least we'll have Burrow. I, w- I would, yeah, he calls and say, I'd be like, three first-round <laughs> picks for the old kid. And, and I would just go from there. I think, uh, I don't think it'll be Breeze, because I think Breeze doesn't have an arm anymore, and he's an indoor quarterback. I like Rivers, because... While Tom is like always wanting to win like seven, eight, nine Super Bowls, I think Tom's interest in winning seven and Rivers' interest in winning one, Rivers' interest in winning one is greater than Tom's winning seven. Like that feels like a match made in heaven of like here's a guy that like basically has the same skill set, but like it didn't work in San Diego and, and L.A. for all those years. Like that's the ultimate like no, this it was it was me. It was because of me, Tom. Like you could have just been. A fifty thousand yard passer in San Diego as well, but like you, you come, you win in my system. What about Tannehill? That's I think they're gonna franchise tag him. Tennessee. Tennessee's in a weird situation. They oh, they they got themselves in a weird situation, and then they won a shitload <laughs> of games. And it, it's if I'm Tennessee, I I I let him walk. I don't think he's that good. I it only works with Henry, and if you franchise tag him or pay him, you can't pay Henry. So this is like it make that that's like the craziest thing that no one's talking about. Tennessee Tennessee in terms of like team construction and salary cap essentially like won a fluky Super Bowl. They're in like the that last Ravens Super Bowl. Yeah, the Flacco year. And yeah. now it's like god damn, we had to pay our outside linebacker, we had to pay our D tackle like all these guys overperformed and yeah. they're all free agents somehow and we're totally fucked. It it is super weird. Uh to be fair, I did call the Titans being pretty good this year. With Marcus Mariota, though. Yeah, you were big on the Titans. I was big on the Titans. We, however, we almost, I almost texted you this on Sunday. I was like, holy shit. We might have a Tannehill-Garoppolo Super Bowl. <laughs> One of these guys could very well be the Super Bowl MVP. It's amazing what San Francisco has done with their second most talented quarterback playing this whole time. I know. Are you itching to see Nick Mullins in the, in the big game? I can't wait for, like... Okay, I don't really want like anyone to get hurt, but like, let's have it be like one of those weird Colt McCoy injuries in like the national title game where it's like, oh, I can't feel my elbow anymore, but he, he's technically all right. But like, Nick Mullins comes in there and just like, you're 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 describing you're like, around. or Jimmy Jimmy is he he was out partying with his with his porn star yeah girlfriend night before is that a real thing is it his girlfriend actually a porn star right now or has he just been seen with I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they're like a, 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 an item still really um, yeah I think so um, but like he just has a rough first half and they go like the Tua route and throw Nick Mullins in change of pace Nick Mullins comes back wins him the, the Super Bowl out duels Patrick Mahomes <laughs> I'd, I'd love it I'd oh, I'd and then he gets paid. He goes. He goes to New England. What uh? What player are you most uh? Are you keeping the most keen eye on? Draft or Super Draft. Bowl? Draft. Okay. Uh, Jerry Judy. Right now, I haven't done a ton of like. That'll probably come here in the next couple of weeks of like really looking at stuff and kind of try to wait till the Senior Bowl's over and really figure out who's all coming out early. Jerry Judy's a weird case. I could see him going top five and being the number one uh, wide receiver taken and the first guy taken that's not named Chase Young or uh, Joe Burrow. I could also see him slipping to like 25 because the problem with both the, the good thing and the bad thing is he's such an elite route runner. He's been so reliable. He had a couple drops, but I don't think that's a big deal. 
I think that's more just kind of like Tua's been always banged up and stuff. <clears throat> but there's so many receivers this year. So if you're sitting there at like eight and you're like, listen, we need wide receiver depth, but like we can go get Pittman from USC in the second round. We can take uh, Tyler Johnson from Minnesota in the third round. We can go get uh, Ruggs late first, early second. Like the Colorado kid, Chenault, might be there in the I second. I love the kid, the kid from uh, Florida or the kid from uh, Texas in like the third or fourth. Yeah, uh, we don't. We still don't know where the uh, – I always get the two uh, – if it's Ross or if it's Higgins. Higgins, is, Higgins coming out. Ross is sophomore. So Higgins, we don't know. Like there's just so many guys that like if they were the – like if there's only three, three of those names, pick any three of the receivers that like – ranked one through like 15 if there was a draft where it was just those three and then everybody else like they would be like all considered first rounders but the problem is there's so many guys that are kind of like they're gonna get high grades but just get pushed down because all these teams are gonna sit there and be like well let's go grab an offensive tackle because there's only four of them and then we'll wait on an offensive lineman so jerry judy might be punished from that but i think the dude's gonna run like a four three eight he's just gonna and he's just gonna look so smooth and you're just gonna sit there and be like Let's hope that he doesn't have some like mental problems because we have Antonio Brown for the next twelve years. I think. Um, I think in the draft, they're in like the right around five. I think there's always a guy that's like a no doubter, slam dunk, uh, like Pro Bowler and eventual All Pro, and they're always sitting like right after the first few picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the guy that was this a few years ago was I'm blanking on his first name, Jamal Adams, safety at LSU. Yeah, two years ago the Jets. Yeah, yeah, it, it, great player. Yeah. Um, I th- that that Isaiah Simmons looks to me like you just sit there and take that guy, and he's he's gonna be the one of the best linebackers in the NFL for ten years. Yeah. It. The tricky thing with the sell on him is, what do you do? Do you have him add 10 to 15 pounds and just put him as like a, a roaming outside linebacker? Or do you say just stay at the same weight and play like a safety that can come up into the box? And a team like Seattle was going to love him. Like Seattle and him, Seattle. I feel like are like made, like match made in heaven. I feel like Seattle's going to trade like a first, a third, <laughs> next year's second, and next year's third to move up to like five, right? Or four and take him. Like, it makes so much sense, and he he's got like a a very weird body too. Yeah, he's he's too tall for what he does, and Seattle loves that. Oh man, They're like we'll take a we have a tiny quarterback, big ass, <laughs> big ass safety uh, slash linebacker, and we're just gonna build it around him and hope he doesn't develop like neck issues like Cam Chancellor did. By uh, yeah, it, it, a a guy like if he puts on a more weight in his upper body. It reminds me a lot of Cam Chancellor. A bigger Cam Chancellor. Maybe, maybe, maybe probably can't hit like Cam Chancellor can I don't hit. Know if but... anyone can. Like a, a bigger, faster Chancellor that hits still in the top like echelon of hitters, but some of those Cam Chancellor hits. You're like, I don't, I don't want to play football anymore, man. I'm good. No longer gets the luxury of wearing the visor, so that I think that counts against them. Oh, no, Oakley signs. You can wear all those like Oakley ones all the time. I think right? you need like an actual like eye prescription. I think they removed that because really? Oakley like is the official like if you wear a visor in the NFL now it has to be an Oakley one. So I think what, like part of that agreement was like, hey, we want them to look cool so we can sell stuff. So let them wear whatever they want. Oakley is like Oakley's in a mad scramble to find like ways to still be cool. <laughs> like, Shit, people don't like us anymore. Uh, let's uh, let's let's give all the coaches on the sidelines of the NFL uh, sunglasses. Um, yeah, uh, Simmons, I'm I'm excited for. Um, Who's the kid out of, is it Mississippi State? What position? Uh, defensive line. Auburn? Brown? He's high. The, yeah. guy, the guy at the senior bowl right now that oh, uh, well, McShay's like in love with him. I'm, I might just be saying Mississippi State because he, he's reminding me of like um, Sweat. Oh, sure. So kind of DN size. Uh, well, there's a kid out of LSU. It was like 6'4", 250. I don't think it's him. I got logged out of ESPN. God damn it. I don't... ESPN should never log you out. Like, who cares if someone just might mess with my fantasy team? Whatever. Go for it. You know what I don't want to do? Watch my ESPN Plus. There's nothing worse than when you're like, 
oh yeah, good article. Let me like check this out. And you got like three minutes and you're just trying to like hit a quick glance. And then it's like the first paragraph comes and then halfway through the second paragraph, you get that like, you need to be an insider for this. Like, why are we hiding stuff behind paywalls, ESPN? I, like, I, create, I created my user account when I was like in eighth grade. Yeah. I don't know my username. I don't know my password. The, the email associated with is not correct. <laughs> um, why don't we wrap there? Yeah. We're going to get more into uh, draft stuff. We, we had to catch up on a lot of stuff. Sure. Um, so we'll, we'll leave it there for now. Hopefully we can uh, get a, maybe maybe a, we did the prop contest for last year's Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? Maybe we can uh, reboot that. Try to yeah. remember how we did it. <laughs> we'll think about that. Is this the last pod in this apartment? No. Okay. Uh, closing uh, Valentine's Day, so. Oh, cool. When's, when's the lease up here? Uh, end of March. Oh, so you got like two places for six weeks. Yeah. That's nice though. Like the slow moving. Yeah, I'm pumped for the slow moving. Oh, it's, I hate moving. I, You've I, moved a lot. This was move 16 for me Yikes. in July. Yeah, I was not happy. <laughs> I was not happy. <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you're, you're like out of favors completely. I don't even call them in anymore. I, I, it's just worthless. It's like... First of all, everyone's going to have to move in the next, like, three years. I don't want to be called to do that. You don't want to be the guy. Yeah, so I'm just like, listen, I'm not going to help you. I don't expect you to help me. I'm just, we're just going to keep it at that. That's why That's why you're looking Hummer instead of pickup truck. Exactly. I'm looking at just, like, throwing all my stuff away next move, too, and just starting fresh. That's not bad. New bed. New, I think these, these couches. Cou- these couches may be out. Oh, no, man. A lot of peeling. Yeah, a little bit. Comfy as hell. You can get them, like, re-upholstered, though, right? Um... I've looked into that, and I apparently there's a lot of like articles online that are like it's as expensive as a new couch. Oh yeah, it's not cheap. You yeah. think it would be? It's like unless you love, like love the these aren't that nice. Yeah, like Ashley furniture from like I was gonna say from like ten years ago, but <laughs> furniture it's not like there's yeah. it's not like a, an electronic <laughs> furniture technology is pretty much here. It's where it's at. <laughs> we talked about computers. Computers price way down. Sofas, yeah, pretty darn consistent. That's pretty much it. Unless they like have the ones that can like heat it, but that's about it. Uh, so yeah, a little party advice: put all your money and investment furniture companies. It's here to stay. <laughs> here to stay. We're always gonna need furniture. Uh, on that note, that's it for the Homer and the Hater podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>